You know, conflict is a daily reality for those living in Israel. And now the country's bracing for a full multi-front war. Benjamin Netanyahu uh, got his cabinet together for emergency meetings and said they are prepared for all possibilities. And the attacks in the region have been relentless now for days. Hundreds of bombs launched into Israel from Gaza. And then, of course, there were counterattacks where 21 Palestinians were killed, including three senior Palestinian Islamic Jihad commanders that had been uh, killed, leading to a lot of uh, escalation of violence. So far, Hamas has sat on the, the headlines on this. But if they do join in this, they're saying we could see a full-blown war. And on the ground, sirens have been certainly going off around the clock with warnings and uh, directions. But if you've got family there, we've got family there. And they're saying, look, this this is different. Uh, something feels like ve something very big is about to happen. I want to bring in uh, Vivian Berkovici into this conversation, former Canadian ambassador to Israel, who is in Israel right now, and she joins me. Vivian, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Alex. And I should mention that uh, the sirens go off all the time, so if you have to go, you've got to go. But, you know, I checked in with you and said, like, is this true? Because it was my husband who actually brought it to my attention that there could be a full-blown war in Israel and, and not like we've ever seen before. So what are, what are you thinking or feeling or being told? Um, it's so, you know, thinking, feeling, being told. We're being told um, to, you know, follow all security protocols. Um, we know that a few days ago, the public bomb shelters um, in Tel Aviv were cleaned up and opened up. And when that happens, kind of before a rocket's even been fired, um, that's usually a not good sign. Um, and that's kind of all we're being told. But there's this kind of sense of, this is a very, very intense anxiety in the country um, because, you know, there's been domestic disruption with all of these protests and unrest and conflict over, you know, judicial reform. So everyone's mm. a little kind of off kilter. And then um, there's been a lot of violence and terrorism um, in the West Bank for a number of months. And so that situation is very, very volatile. Um, and of course, Gaza and Lebanon. I mean, there've been infiltrations mm. there, even in rockets shot from South Lebanon into Israel. Um, so it, it just feels like everything's kind of really uncertain. Um, and, you know, Saudi has been, Saudi Arabia has been getting kind of closer to Iran and Qatar. And like, there's just a lot of stuff going on that's not that great for Israel, including a U.S. lack of interest in the region. So, you know, day to day, I'm in Tel Aviv. I mean, we had some sirens yeah. in Tel Aviv yesterday. Um, most of it was, in, I think it was in South Tel Aviv. I didn't hear any in my home. Um, I just got my, on my alert, right. Was that when I was waiting to come on your show, um, there was a direct hit on a city called Rehovot, which is just South of Tel Aviv. Um, they've been pounding the kind of border area near Gaza all day long. Um, but this is usually what happens when they kind of build up to a barrage and they want to hit Tel Aviv. They wait until everybody's kind of on the road or home. It's dinner time here. Um, and so if they're going to hit Tel Aviv, it's probably going to be in the next few hours. We'll see. But we don't yeah, know. And, like, that's the, you don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah. And that is a problem. But once they start uh, hitting Tel Aviv or being aimed, it's, it's a it's a new um, 
it, it's a new uh, level of heightened uh, concern. Uh, but but the you know how political this gets, and certainly the blame game starts. Um, Israel is going to be uh, blamed for killing a number of c- civilians. I mean, yes, they took out these uh, jihadist commanders, but uh, there were a number of people uh, killed, uh, which which is the complication. But this will get politicized very very quickly. Well, it's always politicized when it's Israel. There is, I just got another alert. There were some injuries in the rocket that just hit uh, Rehova. Um, you know, there. look, it's always political. It's the coverage is 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 in some ways absurd. Um, there are casualties on, on both sides. So far, only injuries on the Israeli side. But, you know, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad is deliberately using women and children, which is their kind of, you know, M.O., as human shields, um, the pinpoint strikes that Israel has has made are, are. If you see the video footage, it's it's incredible. It really mm-hmm. is. But sadly, there are people who have died, and the civilians have died, and it's heartbreaking. But you know, you don't you don't park your weapons and your launch your missiles from the middle of a neighborhood. And yeah, Gaza is a small territory, but that's done deliberately. They use hospitals and they use neighborhoods and schools as places to launch and store their missiles intentionally because, you know, they want, they don't care about loss of life uh, in the way that I think they should. Yeah, uh, but it works very well for them. So I'm not sure what Hamas will do. They don't generally sit on the sidelines, but uh, it, it's different. I mean, maybe they've got Iran, uh, as you mentioned, also wanting to get, uh, you know, its blows in. But what does uh, a full-born war look like? Should it come to that? Well, who knows? Let me just make one point, though. Hamas sitting on the sidelines is a bit, yeah. you know, a bit of a paradox. I know that that's what everyone's saying, but nothing goes down in, Ga- in the Gaza Strip without Hamas approving. So their their proxies, you know, Palestinian Islamic Jihad is firing the rockets, but Hamas, everything goes down with Hamas's approval. Um, they just haven't fired their own rockets. At least that's what we're being told. What does a full-blown war look like? Who knows? Um, you know, we could be in the midst of a full-blown war now because I think that mm-hmm. Wars are very often, it, there's it, there's much more cyber warfare going on now than more conventional, right? So yeah. uh, we know that things have been bristlingly tense up on the northern border with uh, with Lebanon and Syria in recent months. And mm-hmm. I'll turn a boom. Um, that's an intercept. Um, we know that things have been bristling up there. Um, and that's the real threat because that's where Hezbollah is and they have something like 100, 150,000 really, really powerful, accurate missiles uh, from Iran, supplied by Iran. They're stored underground. They will launch from underground tunnels, and they're aimed at Israel. And that's the real, like, if anything like that should be triggered, that's kind of the end, I think. Um, but nobody really knows. That's that's the huge problem, question mark, anxiety, is that nobody knows what, war or full-blown war here looks like anymore we just don't yeah yeah and it's a very volatile time it's a very volatile time and you know israel hasn't put boots on the ground even in gaza since 2014 i mean wars are changing the way they're fought there was much more technology involved so i hope i don't find out but if i do i'll let you know yeah, and I appreciate it. I know you're absolutely exhausted uh, from uh, being kept up all night by the uh, sirens. I really appreciate, uh, Vivian, that you chat with me, and we'll uh, keep an eye on this. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Alex. Have a good day.
stay safe. That's Vivian Berkovici joining us, former uh, ambassador uh, here from Canada, now living in Israel full time. But she was the former Canadian ambassador to Israel. And uh, again, they're just basically going back and forth to bomb shelters and just getting these uh, messages all night long. So we'll keep an eye on it because it is very, very serious. And um, let's hope it doesn't. But the talk does not sound promising.